0: Schedule your job hunting into your diary every week so for example you're busy Monday to Friday Saturday you know chill day got stuff to do other stuff with the kids or whatever Sunday say for example book 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. in your diary every week two hours job hunting bish bash bosh you do two hours and that's it why because if you do it regularly enough opportunities will arise jobs will happen if you just do it as and when i'm a bit pissed off today i've had a bad day at work i'll do some job hunting you can get nowhere and it will take you forever and it might happen it might not do it two hours every week three hours or four hours whatever you feel is appropriate but do it and do it often do it regularly it will start to add up it will compound it'll get you there and you know interviews will start to happen and etc cetera, etc cetera. So, schedule it, you do it, and then you stop. Because as long as you do that, you know, it takes the stress off, it takes the pressure off. So, that's another quick tip from Westminster Search. Comment below, like, share, all that stuff would be great. I'd love it. You can share it with other people in your network. Um, And yeah, brilliant stuff. Hello and welcome to another quick video from Westminster Search this time on three quick CV tips to help you improve your job search. So number one really really quick word format your CV's it may seem better more professional to send your CV as a PDF document but and here's the big but many computer systems that store CV's that recruiters and internal recruiters have aren't able to look into a PDF format so by having it in Word sadly you might not get found for later on searches because the content is blocked. So, Word format, always more useful. Second, make sure your contact details are at the top. Um, It's very time consuming to have to try and find the, the contact details scrolling down to the bottom. Sometimes this can mean that people go, oh, where's the contact details and move on. So put them on the top, easy to find, quick to find, makes as little effort as possible for someone to contact you. So do include telephone, mobile, email, and anything else, carry a pigeon, whatever. Um, thirdly, 24 hour review, quickly, simply, do your CV, write your CV, spell check it, all that other stuff. Then come back doing 24 hours and double check. Preferably print it off. Just do this. 24 hours isn't going to kill you, it's not going to change the world, but it might just pick up one of those little things that you missed. Anyway, that's another quick three tips from Westminster Search. Drop me an email at joseph.henry at westminstersearch.com if you have any questions, looking for a new job, or you want to find new stuff. welcome to another video from Westminster search I'm going to talk today about going freelance should you go freelance something that some people ask um, me on a quite often basis so I suppose the first thing you know three things you always have to think about if you're thinking about going freelance number one can you deal with ambiguity that is the first point the first area the first issue are you able to deal with income that is some months higher some months lower um, the ambiguity where's the next paycheck coming from where's the next project where possibly possibly is uh, my sanity going to come back so that's the first one secondly are you able to work on your own and happy to work on your own for an extended periods of time Being freelance sounds great but sometimes you can end up working on your own for a very long time just on your kitchen table just in your back bedroom Um, you get out to coffee shops and such forth but a lot of times freelance can be a very lonely business so are you able to do with that are you able to be on your own and set your own targets because sometimes some people it's just not suitable it's no judgment it's just not who they are And thirdly, the last one is why are you wanting to go freelance? A lot of people want to go freelance for all sorts of dreams, ambitions and ideas. And actually, a lot of the reasons why they want to go freelance are actually nothing to do with what freelance work is. It's something to do with job, career, or company, or even the manager they're working for. So what it could be is that actually you just want somewhere where you can work from home two to three days a week or are able to work a month year somewhere abroad so think about why you want to do it if you do want to go freelance it's a great option there's all sorts of contracting work we can help you with but have a think about it and don't dive in without properly assessing whether you can deal with ambiguity deal with loneliness and actually understand why you're doing it thank you very much another video from Westminster search here any questions throw me a line at Henry at westminstersearch.com Hello and welcome to another video from Westminster Search. Today's video is going to be on a topic that is very difficult to deal with and that is lies and interviews. Um, What we use and how we get through it is the power of three. So we ask people about something three times in three different ways, in three different contexts. So for example, you're asking about someone's sales. They tell you that they've made, say, let's say a hypothetical, 200,000 pounds worth of sales in a year. Great, well done then and um, then you ask them later on about the commission structure say let's say they say 10 percent for the easy maths um, so they give you the easy maths so they should have earned 20 grand commission and then later on you have a chat about how much they say they've earned and how much their base salary is and how much their commission is and say for example they say that they've earned 20 grand commission and 20 grand base salary so they should have earned 40,000 but they tell you that they've earned 30,000 or 25 or say 26.5 or, or some other figure and you can put those things together that actually something isn't right and then you can ask them about that it's quite simple but what you do is you don't do it sequentially and yes people go to say oh now that people know they'll be able to lie to me well possibly but if people are fully prepared for the embellishments and this is not really outright lies it's embellishments during their stories there's not much that when it goes from there to there that we can deal with we can do with but by asking this most people um are not prepared for interview as they say they are um, and Most people are not smooth operators, so generally through rapport and building up trust, um, you can figure these things out. And if they have told embellishment, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person, because to be fair, some statistics put lies on CVs at 86%, so most people are at it. So what you need to do is to figure out how much is, how should we put it, creativity, and how much of it is outright lies. So anyway, another video from us from Westminster Search. Let me know. Hope you found it interesting. Any topics you want us to cover, drop us a message. Anything else, drop us a message. And if you've got any good jokes, send them through. I'm always a fine appreciator of good jokes. Anyway, thank you very much. Have a great day and uh, look forward to speaking to you soon. Oh, contact details. End of video. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. video I'm going to talk to you about the cost of a bad hire now bad hire can be anything from someone who is an absolute disaster and we, we all got stories about them to people who just weren't quite right now the figure that is banded around is about ten percent not ten percent ten times salary ten times salary is the cost of mishire. now The definition of what a mishire is, the way that costs are allocated, all these things mean that there's figures from one time salary through to CEO magazine that said it was 27 times the cost of the salary. Now, I'm gonna say 10 for ease of of this video, really. Now, when you think about it, if you're making that much of investment that much of, uh, I suppose, as a financial outlay. Why would you only spend 200-300 on an advert in a newspaper or on a job board? It's madness, you know. Someone say costs, let's say thirty thousand pounds salary, and the costs of mishiring this person could, if you take the ten figure, be three hundred thousand pounds. Now let's take Figure of two times just for ease and to avoid controversy because I don't want comments below saying that's outrageous and mad and stuff let's say two times so a person costs 30,000 salary so the miss cost of hiring that person is 60,000 pounds now if you were to make a purchase in your business of 60,000 pounds say on a computer system Would you spend a hundred pounds figuring out if it was correct? No. Now let's double that and say it's the four times the amount. So that's one hundred and twenty thousand. Would you spend two hundred pounds? No. Now if it's the ten times, that's three hundred thousand pounds. If you're going to spend three hundred thousand pounds on something, would you spend five hundred quid? No. You would. You would spend. A good proportion of that amount to ensure that you are making the right decision through research, through potentially hiring consultants. So when it comes to hiring people, this logic seems to go out the window. And partly because these are soft costs that many people don't take into effect, or everyone's so used to people failing and not being right, say one in five, that one in four, that it's just considered that's what happens. So with this in mind, what we do is we try to do something different and that is to understand the type of person that would work well in your organisation. Don't want to go into a sales pitch because they're on over the phone, but what you need to think about, and I think the message in this video is, are you spending an appropriate amount on the right person? So we work in three sectors primarily public affairs, public relations and pro- the property sector. So thinking about this, let's give you quick examples in each. Is it is £500 right for the person that would represent your organisation with decision makers in government? Probably not. Public relations is finding the right person to lead your team for public relations essentially the guardians of your reputation is it worth any spending 750 pounds on an advert on the job board not really um, and property you're going to get build a building that's gonna be an investment of millions possibly tens of millions of pounds and yet to hire the person that maybe project manages this spend 500 quid on an advert in a trade journal does that seem appropriate no I would say Um, I'm being a bit preachy here and probably boring people but what I'm trying to say is is that if you're going to invest in the right people it makes sense to use recruitment consultants why if you find a good one and we think you should only ever use one they will add massive value to your business, they will find you the right people they will actually be someone who looks at people but isn't part of your organisation so maybe sees things differently, gives you a different perspective, a diversity of thought in the hiring process now what I'm saying is don't hire the CV flingers hire the talent spotters and we would say we're in this category Anyway. I've gone on, this is a long video this time, but please drop us a line. Any thoughts, comments, hate mail, jokes, send them through to us. Contact details at the end of the video. Great for watching, thank you very much.